It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today. Appreciate all of our listeners who have tuned in. We're so thankful for you. You are such an encouragement to us because we know that you're there. We hear from many of you, and we have met many of you who live actually in the Omaha area as you have visited with us at services at Sunny Slope Church of Christ. And we hope that as you study with us on a regular basis, that you're coming to learn God's Word more and more clearly, and that you're seeing the right applications to your life, and that as you make those applications, you're coming closer and closer to God. And we really do care about you. We really do pray about you diligently. We pray for you that you will make the right decisions as to what you're going to do about following God His way. It's good to be here today again with Dwayne Kennedy. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be here with you and with our listening audience. You might be at home listening to us on the internet or on your radio You might be in your car listening to us on the radio or whatever way you are tuning in. We are glad that you are doing that. We are glad that you are studying with us and we encourage you to follow along in your Bible if you have that because we will be searching the scriptures and finding out what God wants us to do and how he wants us to practice his will. That's what we do here on this program. Those of you who tune in on a regular basis know that. Those of you who are with us for the first time, welcome. We are glad you are studying with us. Hope you will continue to do so from this day. It's also good to be in this study with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Duane. Thank you, Gary. Certainly, I'm delighted to be with both of you today on the program. And I would like to add my word of welcome to you who are listening to Search the Scriptures. We're glad you're here, and we're glad you're tuned into this program And we know that for many of you, you do it intentionally. You know, there's something I was thinking about as we were preparing to come on the air today, and it's found in the book of Hebrews, where the writer was encouraging his readers to grow up, to go beyond the elementary teachings. And in chapter 5, verse 14, he said, Solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now, through the efforts we put forth on Search the Scriptures, we hope that we're equipping our listeners to be able to more adequately discern good from evil. Because we're getting into God's Word, we're trying to discover the things He's written down for our instruction, And then we're trying to make application in our own individual lives, making that distinction between what's good and what's evil. Because when we make that distinction properly, we can look forward to an eternity in God's presence. And nothing, nothing could be better than that. Amen to that. And you know, we understand the basic concept of what you just talked about. Mm -hmm from a physical perspective in life because we learn skills in life. We do. Maybe with our job. First time we go do our job, we're not nearly as good at it (laughs) as we are after we've been doing it for six months. That's Right. right. And you know, that's basically the same thing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. We come to discern or learn Mm -hmm. the difference between the right way to do it 
the more productive way mm-hmm. and the less productive way. Yes. That's right. You know, I know, Dennis, that you, you've told me that in days gone by, you were a pretty good golfer. Days long gone by, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, in contrast, I've never been a pretty good golfer. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that in order to play the game well, you have to learn mm-hmm. how to hit the ball properly. And sure. you have to learn what iron to use or mm-hmm. what wood to use. Mm-hmm. You have to learn, you know, basic uh, club speed. You mm-hmm. have to understand mm-hmm. uh, something about, you know, the lay of the green when you're making a putt and all of that. Mm-hmm. If you just go up there and just step up and try to hit the ball, mm-hmm. there's no telling if you do hit the ball mm-hmm. which way it's going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, you move the club head just a little bit, it makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? Yes. It really can. And, you know, the way that a person gets from being a, a beginning golfer to an average golfer to a better golfer to a really good golfer is by hitting tens of thousands of golf balls. It comes through practice. It's something that has to be done if you're going to reach those higher levels of the game. So you have to learn. Mm-hmm. You have to develop the skill. Right. You have to discern between this is the way you do it, and that's not the way you do it. That's right. If you want to do it well. Mm-hmm. And we, we know that that's the same, that, that the same principle holds true for any sport that we might be engaged in, mm-hmm. any skill that we might want to learn mm-hmm. and undertake. It may just be a recreational pursuit. It may be a hobby. It may be our job. Yes. But we have to learn the difference. Now, that's what we try to do here in Search the Scriptures, isn't it? Yes. It really is. From a spiritual perspective, we try to learn the difference between the right way to live and the wrong way to live. Yes. Mm -hmm. In this particular study, we're talking about good news. And the good news is ultimately learning the right way to live. Now, we began by spending some time in the book of Ecclesiastes. And we made note that Solomon begins that particular book by saying, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Mm-hmm. And he goes through various figures of speech trying to get across the point that if you're only living your life from a physical perspective, with your, your, your life's focus on physical things and physical living, then he says, it's vanity. That's right. It's fruitless, it's meaningless, it's mm-hmm. futile, mm-hmm. it's worthless. It gets you nowhere. That's right. But at the end of the book, he, he comes to the conclusion of the matter. And he says, this is the conclusion of the matter, doesn't he? Yes. He certainly does. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is man's all. Mm-hmm. He said, get your focus right. Mm-hmm. That's right, Gary. And you know, uh, in the program yesterday, you were talking about old-time sailing ships and how they would cross the oceans and how they needed to set their sails properly in order to maximize the wind, whichever direction it might be blowing from. And you know, Jesus spoke about that same thing in the seventh chapter of Matthew's Gospel account. He described two ways that mankind can travel or set their sail, if you will. 
in verses 13 and 14 of that seventh chapter, he spoke about a road that's wide and that's broad and that's easy to travel. But the problem with that road, Jesus said, is that it leads to destruction. Yes. And he contrasted that to a road that's narrow and that's small. But he said that's the road that leads to life. And as Christian people, that's how we need to set our sail. We need to be walking that narrow road that leads to life. We need to keep our focus on God right. Absolutely. and on Christ. Now, as we said in yesterday's program, and that's an excellent, you know, excellent application, Dennis. As we said in yesterday's program, there are many people who live their lives primarily pursuing money, materialism, the things money can buy, physical pleasure, mm -hmm. social prestige, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Now, as long as they live with that being their primary focus in life, they're going nowhere. That's right. They're not going to take it with them. That's right. Paul warns us against that. And we looked at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Let's go back and read those two verses quickly and then move on to Matthew chapter 6. How about reading those, Dennis? But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Paul's warning about having the wrong perspective on money and materialism and the things money can buy. Yes, he is. He's warning, if that becomes your primary drive in life, then you're falling into temptation mm -hmm. and a snare. Mm-hmm into many foolish and harmful lusts, which ultimately do drown men yes. in destruction and perdition. Mm -hmm. And as you pointed out yesterday, Dennis, those who get this out of kilter and they get this out of focus and they let their focus shift primarily from God to money and materialism and worldly pleasures, they stray from the faith. That's right. In their greediness, and they pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Mm -hmm. That kind of lifestyle ultimately leads to sorrows. Mm -hmm. And it might be compared to what you referred to a little bit ago, Dennis, that wide, that broad way that many follow that yes. leads to destruction. That's yes, right. Absolutely. Dwayne, how about reading what Jesus himself said along this line in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yes, where your treasure is. That's where your heart's going to be. That's right. What is most important in your life, that's where your focus is going to be. That's where your life is going to be. Mm -hmm. And so many people, they live their life 
not focusing upon God, not striving first and foremost to get to heaven, but they still want to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. They still want God to save them. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus says, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. This world is going to come to an end. Mm -hmm. All of those things that are considered precious and valuable here, they ultimately decay anyway. Mm -hmm. But he says, if you've got your focus right, if it's on God and godliness, if it's on your spiritual life, then you're laying up treasures in heaven. And we're not talking about people who seek the Savior on Sunday only. We're talking about a lifestyle of following God. That's right. A lifestyle. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Not just putting in an appearance at right. a church building. Right. Even once a week. Yes. No, you live your life serving God and following him. The wise man. Now, again, Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. And as we said, thank God he got that conclusion right. He got it. This is man's all. This is the bottom line. Serve God. Fear God. Keep his commandments. Most people, I'm afraid, never get that point in life. Solomon also wrote Proverbs. Mm -hmm. And let's look at chapter 23, verses 4 and 5. Do not overwork to be rich. Because of your own understanding, cease. Will, your, will you set your eyes on that which is not... For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away like an eagle toward heaven. All a person has to do is have something happen to them that basically strips them of their finances. Yes. That could be losing a job. It could be being diagnosed with some dreaded illness that's long running and it costs a great deal of money to, to, to treat. Uh, it, it could be the death of the family of perhaps the breadwinner, the primary breadwinner. And now all of a sudden, all that money, those things that they had accumulated, they're gone. Mm -hmm. You know, banks fail. We don't like to think of it in this country, but nations' economies crumble. Mm -hmm. History is repetitive with nations that were strong and prosperous that no longer exist. Mm -hmm. We think that can't happen to us? It what could. an incredible illustration the wise man uses here in verse 5 of Proverbs 23. Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. Right. <laughs> they fly away like an eagle toward heaven. They're gone. Mm -hmm. You know, I think often about uh, the state of mind that people find themselves in where they believe that because they have riches, because they have wealth, because they apparently have more than others, that God is with them and that they have God. I'm, I'm not sure where they get that idea. God never promises wealth, and he never promises riches. Uh, he promises faithfulness to us. He promises eternal life if we will follow his will. The necessities of life. 
But we, you know, look at Jesus. He didn't have a place to lay his head, but yes. he was wealthy beyond compare. Yes. And has shared that wealth with us through his word. But, you know, the Bible teaches us to not focus in on these temporary things. And that's the good news that we are studying today. And, and you know, Dan, uh, Dwayne, if your life is centered in your material possessions, Maybe you've got a great bank account. Right. Maybe you've invested wisely and the investments have worked out. And maybe you've got a million dollars in your portfolio. Maybe materially, you have no worries. You can basically do what you want. You can live how you want. You can go where you want. But what happens to every one of us? We all get old, don't we? That's right. Mm -hmm. So what do you do when you begin to get old and you begin to face the realities of death and recognize that all of what you have possessed means nothing yes. when it comes to you breathing your last breath? Death is the great equalizer. It certainly is. Puts us all in the same place that we started. Now, on the other hand, if we do as Jesus admonished and we build up spiritual treasures, boy, death is just the beginning. Right. And you know, there's, there's something in that regard too, Gary, that I think is worth mentioning. Uh, we said earlier, when someone is focused on the material, on the wealth, on the riches, on whatever it might be, they're not going to take that with them. That's temporary. It doesn't go beyond this physical life. But the treasure in heaven does. Amen. That is something we take with us. Yes. Yes. And how sad it is that so many of us, we're, we just, our view of happiness is money. Yeah. Things. And so we're, we don't have any money. We're always struggling just to make ends meet. We always got these big bills, these debts that we have to pay off. And we think, boy, if I could just have as much money as he's got or she's got or they've got, or if I could just have half as much as they've got, mm -hmm. we think that would make us happy. But you know it doesn't. It doesn't. Because if we got there, we'd always find somebody else who had more. Right? Yes. Oh, I just want what that person has, and maybe we get there. Oh, I want what that... It just is never ending. And at the same time, Dennis, how many people, and we read about it all the time, have been wealthy in some cases, perhaps fabulously wealthy. Mm -hmm. And then we read about them in the newspaper or hear about them on television or on the radio. Committed suicide. Yeah. These Took an overdose of drugs. These people are in trouble. Yes. Physical trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And spiritual trouble. Yeah, spiritual trouble for sure. You know, we didn't read about Solomon committing suicide 
but we read something very similar in the book of Ecclesiastes. This man, I think, as you put it, Gary, very well, was wealthy beyond imagination. Yes. And yet his viewpoint on physical life, not very attractive. There's nothing no. there. Vanity. 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 If that's your only perspective, if that's mm -hmm. your main driving force in your life, not getting you anywhere. No. Let's close the program today by going back to 1 Timothy chapter 6. We want to come back and start here in our next program. But we've read these various passages that warn against becoming over-focused on materialism and wealth. And now let's look at chapter 6 and verse 11. What does Paul say, Duane? But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Spiritual emphasis. Yes. And so he says, flee these things. Now he's just talked about, because we read verses 9 and 10 previously, mm -hmm. talked about the, the problem of becoming over-focused on money and the things money can buy. And so in verse 11 he says, you, and a key designation of identity here is, you, O man of God. Now, he's not talking about a preacher here, necessarily. No. He's just talking about a godly man, godly yes. person. Mm -hmm. Flee these things, he says, mm -hmm. and pursue righteousness. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith. Love, patience, gentleness. Now, he goes on and says, fight the good fight of faith. We want to come back here in our next program and look at this in a little more detail. We're so thankful that you've been listening today. If you want to learn how you can refocus your life so that you can be assured of eternity with God and Christ, please contact us and ask for that free Bible study. We'll take care of the postage. Why not call us right now?